0: All right, what is going on? We are live with the Youth Podcast. This is episode four.
1: Yes, this yes, is episode yes.
0: four. We're super excited to be here. Juan, what's going on? Tell us how you doing,
1: man. I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad that school's getting back. Yes, sir. Uh, so I could uh, have a little bit of quiet time oh, at the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure. Um, no, but uh, I am. I'm. In, I'm really excited about like sports and stuff like that this year. I wanna, awesome. I'm really excited about um, just getting out and checking some games out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for this year just just across the board. But at Youth. I'm really excited. We're already in the middle of the youth season right now, and I'm excited for what God is doing. I'm excited for what we're stepping into. And so we're going to talk today uh, just real quick about some stuff about going back to school. This is like the back-to-school podcast. All right. All back right? To school We're going to talk about everything just going back to school. I know students have been in school for a few months or a few weeks now, and we just want to talk about just everything that comes with school, just the pressures of school, the friendships, the just bullying, peer pressure, depression, yeah, depre- yeah. just everything that comes with school. And so, I don't know, you had a son that just graduated high school. Maybe just like, how was just navigating life with him? Just let's talk about that for a second. Let's just kick it off with that. What did that
1: look like? So it's kind of funny because, um, He's actually coaching now for JFL. Wow. Okay. And um, he's also, uh, every once in a while, they call him up to the high school to, like, uh, get coached by the coach. Yeah, yeah. To teach the kids. So they're on the same program. And uh, yesterday, he came home, and he's like, it was so weird. It was the first time on the high school football field without a helmet. He's like, <laughs> I felt weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, it's been interesting, man, because he wants to take a... He's going to go to the Air Force still in two years. Uh, He want to take two years off and uh, get his associates out of the way. Yeah. But he's also, um, you know, starting a business. So he's got a lot of things that he's doing. Yeah. Um, But the cool thing that I like about it is that he's still being focused and purposeful in the things that he is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's still serving at church. That's a priority to him. Um, Hanging out with his family. That's a priority to him. Um, You know, so to watch him uh, grow up and, and kind of do stuff independent of us right? is uh, a little weird. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, It's a little hard to uh, watch or trust sometimes because yeah. you're like, oh, I know that's probably not the best choice, but we're going to let them do it. You know, uh, like yeah, just yeah, let yeah. them learn. Yeah. Because um, we trust them because we've yeah. had that relationship with them for years and stuff. Right. So, um, but going back to school, it's it's kind of weird because even as a parent, um, you know, I still have, you know, nieces and nephews that are going to school. Yeah. And um, it's weird because, like, I still sometimes feel anxious about it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, what are they going to have to deal with? How is it going to work out? Right. Uh, Are they going to grow this year? Are they going to lead this year? Are they going to follow? You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of stuff that these kids are dealing with these days. So much. Um, You know, sometimes it's hard to remember which side, which way's up.
0: Yeah, seriously. It's... High school is, and not even high school, we have junior high students too. It's just a challenge, like what you said. Who are they going to follow or are they going to lead? Right. You know, I think, let's talk about that for a second. That was really good because yeah. I think when you go to high school, when you go to school, just in general, you have the opportunity either to be a follower or be a leader. Or be a leader. And like, what does that look like? You know, because today's day and age, I've seen this over and over and over again. I think one of the biggest things that students are struggling with nowadays is peer pressure. Yeah. Peer pressure is so big, just whether it's just with uh, making fun of somebody, maybe it's peer pressure just to talk bad about somebody, peer pressure to drink alcohol, peer pressure to do drugs, because we know all that stuff is in school. Sex, making out, eating Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of it is just so deep. And so I don't know, how can, like with students, can we navigate that area of choosing between being a
1: follower and a leader? Like, how do we do that? So I I think... The first thing is by example. Yeah. Um. You know That's we good. have to, we have to lead by example. Um. So when they see us, my biggest fear is, are they gonna remember my inconsistencies, mm-hmm. or are they gonna remember the things that um the takeaways? Yeah. Because um. You know, like you're either gonna be a leader or a follower. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to get biblical or technical about it do it you're either going to lead people to heaven yep or follow them to hell that's good that's good i like i, I don't even know how else to say it yeah no you that's, know what i mean that's good you're either going to be the leader and lead them to jesus way his way his, right, way, right, his path or yep. you're going to follow them away from his purpose mm-hmm. in life and call him for yourself yeah and as a kid you know like we're like oh my gosh i'm so tired of hearing that like i just want to be a kid yeah and I get that. And you can and you yeah. should and you should have a blast. Yeah. But you could still do it with honor and integrity. Mm-hmm. You can still um, do it following Jesus. Yep.
0: That's the best way to do it. It really is. It's very liberating. way <laughs> is
1: the best way you can live.
0: Yep. You know, I've always, as a leader, and we're both leaders, and I think you would agree with me on this, is I want people to follow not what I really say but what I do. You know what I mean? You're talking about that example thing. Like, I say a lot of good things. I do, but it doesn't mean anything if I don't do what I say. Right. And as a leader of this youth group, and as of these students, and same with you, is like, as much as I say all these good things, I don't want them to follow really what I say, but what I do. Right. Because actions speak louder than words. And I think when you go back to school, when you do that, your actions at school speak so much louder than what you're saying. You could say, "Hey guys, don't bully that kid," but then then if you turn around and now you joke about them, and your friends are not watching you. You're well, being you just, a bully. You just said yeah. don't bully that kid. Right. right. Now I'm not going to believe you because, like, you just said don't bully him, but yet now you're behind the scenes bullying him. And so your actions speak louder than words. And I think, you yeah. know, you can be a follower of somebody else that goes to church, but ultimately you just got to lead together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like what you said. You can follow people to hell. And that's true. There's a lot of non-Christians out there. I say that Absolutely. all the time in this youth group. We have a big youth group. 80-some 80, 80 kids come on a Sunday. Great youth group. But there's, like, thousands of students around this 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 area that don't come to church yeah you know what i mean and so there's so many students out there who are involved in drugs alcohol sex all that stuff yeah. and you got to pick and choose your friends yep. like let's talk about friends for a
1: second i think that's so important so friends or associates that is true yeah let's i mean what's the difference well the difference is i go to school with this guy yep he's my associate yep. i know who he is right but i don't know who he is right I know of him, but I don't know his backstory. I don't know right. his lifestyle. I don't know what he's about. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's a guy from science class. That's not a friend. That's an associate. I just know of
0: him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A friend
1: is, if, if I get run out of gas 80 miles away from here and I call you at 3 o'clock in the morning, are you going to come get me with yeah. some gas? Mm-hmm. That's a friend. Right. You know what I mean? Somebody that's willing to put themselves aside to yep. help you in your time of need is a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I always used to say, you know, like, oh, I got a ton of friends, blah, 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 blah. I really don't. Um, Not friends. You know what I mean? I might have, like, maybe a dozen people that I know Mm -hmm. that I know that for the right reasons would come get me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everybody's got motives. You know what I mean? And and sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, I'll go out of my way because I need something in return. Yeah. That's not a friend. Right. Um, A friend's somebody that's going to tell you, like, hey, you're being bogus. You need to... Cut yeah. That out, like, yeah. or hey, you know, you really need to talk to your parents about this because mm-hmm. it's just gonna hurt you more. That's yeah. a friend, right? Somebody that's gonna hold your feet to the fire mm-hmm. and say, Hold you accountable, exactly. Like, yo, you need to do what's right. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, this isn't you. Like, right. that's a friend to right. me. That's a friend because he's saving your life, yeah, you know what I mean. Um. So it's it's funny because all these kids like you said, mm-hmm. oh, it's my best friend. This is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend from school. I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool. Where do they live?" He, uh I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, how do you call them your friend if you no, don't know not. them? They're not your friend. Yeah, it's somebody you go to school with. Right. It's an associate, right? You know what right. I mean? Um and that's okay like to say like I think I think we try to be Caring about somebody We want to yeah. include them in So we yeah. try to bring them in As a friend Right But you have to realize this It's kind of like When you bring me somebody And you say Hey this is my friend mm-hmm. I know our friendship Yeah So therefore I'm going to give him A certain leeway Yeah Of Access to me And through You know what I mean yep. Like I'm yep. going to trust yeah, him more yep. Because mm-hmm. you said Hey this is my friend Right Um So in doing that If I don't If you don't know him that well And you're like Oh yes, yeah, my friend and then I, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride. And I go give him a ride and he carjacks me. Yeah. And then I come back and I'm like, yo, your friend. You're like, oh, well, no, I just know him from the fridge. Yeah. Bro, why didn't you tell me that? Right. Like, I put this dude in my car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you have to be careful with, I think we use it so loose, friend. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, I, I got you. Like, yeah. Like, it's so, we use that so um, easily yeah. these days. that and You uh, can't.
0: You got to be careful how you use that. You have and I think to. that's what you're trying to say here. Yeah, yeah just, There's so to. many
1: people out there that you don't because you're you you're know. co-signing for somebody. You're endorsing right. somebody. Yeah. You're saying like, no, this person's good. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're gonna give. It's almost like you're giving them your access mm-hmm. to that person, right? And, and you know, our relationship has grown over time. Mm-hmm. We didn't, like, right off the bat, we weren't like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, you know, it's taken us years to get yeah. to where we're at now. Yeah. So, like, for somebody else to come in and I'm like, oh, hey, Josh, my boy, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, it's kind of unfair to you. Right. Um, As my friend. And um, and it's really unfair to them because then they have the pressure of, oh, man, I got to live up to something.
0: Yeah. hmm And I mean, one of the things I always think about and kind of what I've preached to our students is this idea of, you know, it says in the Bible, because I think students might be battled this. Like we as preachers, leaders, we say, go find people who don't know Jesus and bring them in. Right? Yeah. So you're hearing that thing. But then also on the other hand, people are saying to you, but don't have people that are not good Christians that aren't good friends. Don't go hang out with them. And so it's like this balance. And I've always told people this. That's good. If you go, you, we are called to go out into the world. And the world is people who don't know who Jesus is, right? Yep. That's what the world means. When Christians say the world, we're saying people that don't know Jesus. We say go out into the world. Jesus tells us to go out into the world. But I've always and there's a scripture verse I think that backs this up that says, "But if the world stains you, then don't go out into the world, right? Because now you're allowing the world to stain you, right, and cause you to not have a good relationship with Jesus.
1: And by so, saying, I mean you're talking about sin, like yes, it so causes you so, to trip so, yes. and fail. So
0: if you hang out with people that drink alcohol, right? But you can go so say I go hang out with people that drink alcohol. And now, you choosing not to I'm gonna choose not to. Right. Because that's not what I believe. I'm not gonna go and get drunk and and do all those stupid things. But now if I hang out with these people so much that like that oh, over time, it's just a sip, it's just a, a beer. shot. Yeah. And now I start to fall down that sinful path of getting drunk every single weekend yeah. with these people, I'm now allowing those friends to influence, you. to influence me. Where it needs to be the other way around. So right. when you're when students are going to school, when you're going to school you need to yes go into the world go find those friends that don't go know Jesus go to church and all those yeah. things, but if as soon as they start to affect you, and you, you to start to churn up. yep you start to churn and you're now following them and they're not following you yeah you either a need to get rid of them, or b you need to put up some boundaries
1: like you just yeah. said because but that's the hard thing for students is that. Where well, is it is that line because about they feel race. like, oh, man, if I do that, they're going to think I'm better than them. Yep. Or they're going to think I'm judging them. Yep. Well, guess what? God's going to judge you, so you better judge yep. your relationships. You either judge yourself or I mean, judge them. Yeah, you better judge, judge you. your relationships. And I'm not saying, like, go up to him and be like, oh, no, hey, I'm a Christian, so I don't, you know. Yeah. That's not it. Hey, listen, my relationship with God is so important yeah. that I choose not to do right. this right. myself. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you know, like, I used to tell, so... I did security for a long time. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the guys that I worked with, the single guys, you know, and sometimes you worked at bars and stuff. And, you know, they're talking to ladies trying to get numbers, this, that, and the other. Of course. And I told my boss, I said, listen, I'll work this post, but I'm going to tell you right now. If somebody gives me a number or you see me talking to somebody, like, you need to call my wife and let her know. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's the only way I'm going to work this post. Yeah. So I don't want you covering for me. I don't want you hiding for me. Yeah. If I slip, I need you to let her know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's who it's going to affect the most. Right. And that's the only reason I would do like the downtown stuff mm-hmm. every once in a while, was because I had that agreement with everybody. I'm like, dude, if you really love me and you truly mm-hmm. call yourself a friend. Yeah. I need you to make sure that I do the right thing right. when I'm with you.
0: And that's a good friend. It is. And see, I think a lot of students today, they have their friends that wouldn't do oh, that. Oh, you're a snitch. They're going to cover that. Yeah, like yeah. I know a couple of students that have told me and I've heard stories of their friend did something wrong and they didn't want their friend to get in trouble so they didn't say anything. Right. Yeah, maybe you're the nice friend. But can I be honest? You're actually doing them a disservice because you're allowing them to get away with what they did. Right. You know, or same thing with you. If you did something – like if I did something really bad – And you knew about it. And you didn't say nothing to my wife. You didn't say nothing to anybody else. You didn't say anything to me. She would hate me when it came out. She would hate you. And that's the bad thing is then you're not a true friend.
1: Right. Because you obviously don't care about me to keep me safe and to protect me. And the proper way to do that would be like, I wouldn't just go to her and be like, oh, hey, Josh did this. I would be like, Josh, you got till tomorrow night to talk to your wife and let her holler at me and be like, hey, yeah, we took care of that. Thank you. Um, Or... I'm going to go to her and tell her because right. this is wrong. Right. You know, and it's not snitching. That's holding somebody accountable. Right. That's not being a part of. Right. Because if I know that you did something mm-hmm. and I don't say anything, I'm a part of that now. You are now part I'm of a that. Part, I'm a part. I'm an accomplice. I'm yep. part of that cover up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm part of that lie or whatever it was. Yep. Um, so I definitely I tell my kids all the time, and they'll tell you I have a 24-hour mark. Yeah, that's if you good. You tell me something, and I don't. I'm like, dude, <laughs> mm-hmm. how's this? I'm gonna let you go to that person and handle it first. Yeah. After that, I'm gonna talk to. Him. And you've yeah. known that with with mm-hmm. my son and stuff, and my kids, because I've been like, you better talk to Pastor Josh, because mm-hmm. if not, I'm gonna have that talk with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um and that's not bad, man. That actually makes people stronger and makes healthier. People better. Yeah. But the world views that as
0: snitching. you're snitching. Right. I'm snitching on you, because yeah. now you're gonna get you in got trouble. me in trouble. No, you made a stupid choice that yeah. got you in trouble. You did that. I just held you two accountable right. to it. And that's just and that's where picking and choosing your friends is so important in high school and junior high. So important. I just look back on my high school days and I didn't have bad, bad friends. Like I didn't they like we didn't do I mean we did stupid things. We were boys, you know, teenage guys. We were doing a lot of stupid stuff. But like we didn't I didn't go out and party. I didn't get drunk when I was younger. Thank the Lord. I didn't do any drugs when I was younger. Hallelujah. I'm glad I didn't because that I had opportunities to, but I chose not to. But I mean, the friends that I still had that they just influenced me in in ways that I I, I honestly regret. I used to have a really bad mouth. I used to cuss all the time. Um, I used to break into buildings with my friends and, and I was kind of the ringleader of that. And that's the thing. And let's talk maybe about that is like, I was a Christian back then and I know you have a story. I have partial story. Like, and back then, I was a Christian. Like, I went to church every once in a while. I knew who God was. My parents were Christians. We worked at a Christian organization. But, yeah, I still was a ringleader to lead my friends to do bad things. Right. So how? let's talk to those people, those guys, those girls, who maybe are the ringleaders leading people to do bad things, but yet they're still Christian. They still come to
1: church. Like, how can we help them to navigate those situations? And maybe one day we need to watch this. Um, this, is a, this is about a 25-minute video. Okay. And it's called A Letter from Hell. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that this kid ends up dying and he goes to hell. And he writes this letter to his Christian friend. Mm -hmm. And he says, I know that you knew God. And I know that you knew he was real. Right. And I know that you knew that he was the only way for me not to be here. Yeah. And yet you didn't even tell me about him or share him. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy crap. But that's where we're at. Yeah. It's you're true. either going to influence somebody to Jesus yeah, or push them away Right. by not influencing them too. Right. So, I mean, like, honestly, guys, like, it's like a boat. Like, the boat's sinking. Mm-hmm. You're either going to grab the lifeline and, and get on the other boat, mm-hmm. or you're going to be like, ah, no, it's good. It's not really sinking. It's yeah. fine. And yeah. you're going to end up dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, spiritually. Yeah. So, like, I think that that's like, a easy analogy, I guess, for me to like kind of remember that. But it's it's a good like, one too, right? I'm like, dude, can I, no one wants I to be in a well, you imagine though, if you got a letter like that, and and that like, would
0: be insane. I would not. You're I like, oh my gosh, so bad. you're right. So I much did. guilt like, and shame. You know
1: how many times I, I I told him to do this or do that, mm-hmm. or I did this to look cool, mm-hmm. and then I went home and I was like, Father, forgive me for what I did. You know, it's not me, blah blah blah. Yeah. But yet, everybody else thinks that that's me because yeah. that's what my on my front. That's is. what that's you're what putting I'm off. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I just think that that's important um, to really consider. Like, yeah. First of all, a lot of these kids and a lot of us um, really don't know our own identity. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to like chameleon or like switch back and forth to try to find that sweet spot. Right. Um, And that's a dangerous place to be because like you said, you'll be easily influenced that way. Yep. And you'll easily get pulled astray. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Um, So I think the main thing is try to figure out if I had any advice to any youth, today would be try to figure out who you are and who you want to be Mm -hmm. and try to figure out or pray about what God has called you to do and what God's called you to be. That's good. Um, Because if I want to be a football player, I'm not going to go practice baseball. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't.
1: But if I don't believe that I can become a great football player, I'll try baseball yeah. and see if I'm good at that. Right. And I'll never develop what I desire to do. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like that's the influential part that I think a lot of times we don't and I say this as an adult too, because I mean you know me well. Mm-hmm. There's times that I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm coming or going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make sense of it. Right. Um, because not knowing is hard. Yeah. Not knowing is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Not knowing will get you hurt or right. bullied or, you yep. know manipulated to do because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're like oh, i don't know if i'm a leader so i'm just gonna follow for that. right right and that group might need the right person it to step up right and leader. say hey listen guys listen i know we've been friends for a while mm-hmm. i know we've been rolling fight like the last two years in middle school but i'm changing. i'm trying a leaf like today mm-hmm. like this is a new chapter i'm writing a new chapter in the yep. book and this is what that chapter is gonna entail yep and Sometimes you have to either, A, like you said, you have to break relationships off. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you even need to go back and make some stuff right with some people. Yeah. Maybe you hurt somebody and, you know, you need to go and, hey, I'm sorry. I bullied you for the last two years, man. I'm so sorry. Is there anything that I could do to show you that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm okay? You know what I mean? That that you're – so, like – but that goes back to accountability, Yeah, having, that,
0: having those people around you too, surrounding yeah. yourself with good, healthy leaders yeah. <laughs> that can speak life into you. Absolutely. You know and I think of the, the ringleaders that I kind of was when I was that, that, that age. and it's kind of what you said, and we'll, and we'll take this at a like really at a worldly standpoint or a religious standpoint. A worldly standpoint, if you're that ringleader who's choosing to do all the wrong things and not lead your friends in the right way, the worldly way is, you're just going to end up probably in jail. Because you're going to follow and do stupid things, you're going to be at a party. And these getting days, drunk, you could end up dead. Aged. Yeah, underage. Getting. I mean, I've heard of so many students that have died yep. because they overdosed, whether it be on drugs or yeah. alcohol. They drank too much and did yep. too much, and so you find yourself at a party getting drunk and you're underage. You're 16, 17, 18, and now cops show up. That's going on your record. Right. So that's the worldly. Yeah. Um, that's the worldly. I think punishment, or you think, and then you go on a deeper, deeper level. The like you said, the religious. Punishment is well, now you just let all your friends pretty much to hell. Yeah, yeah, you might be saved because Dude, one you were day driving you know, the bus. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know, you of know once Jesus, you jump off, right. right? You know of Jesus, right? And so you might turn your life around 10 years later and go follow Jesus, but you could have been that one person that was supposed to drive that bus to church, yeah, and lead all your friends to church, absolutely, but yet you chose to not do it. And so now, all because of that, you're getting the letter from hell. And now you're reading the letter from each of your friends saying, man, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I wish I would have known. I wish you would have invited me to church. I yeah. wish Dude, that, you would have that, just extended it. That's the part that blew my mind the most. Why
1: didn't you invite me to church?
0: Yeah. And I think it's so hard because we, it's, it's, it's scary to it's invite people to church. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. But I think really, whether the students know it or not, they want that invite. Maybe they have no idea who Jesus is, no idea about church, but yet you're that one person that could invite them and they might just say yes to you, but you don't know because you're not choosing to say it. Yeah. And, and you're missing out on an opportunity to, to share who Jesus could be to them. And like, that's not you sharing the gospel. That's you just bringing them so they can hear the gospel, you know? And I think that's just an opportunity that so many students nowadays are missing is the leaders, the students who are going to lead other students to Jesus. Yep. to lead other students into knowing how their life can be changed. And Luke forever. it says
1: go out into the world and bring them into mm-hmm. the church that they might be saved. Yeah. Not that they will be saved, that they might, might be saved. Yep. But if you at least bring them in, they have an opportunity. You give an opportunity for God mm-hmm. to work through the Holy Spirit to work through mm-hmm. the pastor whoever speaking mm-hmm. to present the gospel and right. in, in the in the hopefully I pray to God in the proper way. <laughs> yeah. Um you know what I mean? Because yeah. like sometimes as a kid, you know, like we might as a new Christian, I'm gonna say, we might not know like, oh man, how do I really lead somebody to Christ? Yeah. Um. So. I would rather be uncomfortable and grow with somebody, mm-hmm. than be comfortable and not grow at all. Yeah,
0: that's really good. That's so good. Being uncomfortable is the best place you can be because that's the spot where you're gonna grow the most.
1: And you become stronger, more confident, mm-hmm. and more self dependent. Mm-hmm. Um. I used to not be able to stay alone by myself. Like, yeah. I, like I would go. Like, I'm talking like three or four hours. I'm like, no, I got to find somebody to yeah. do something with. Right. And um, in the last couple of weeks, um, my wife's been out of town, even with my son for a week last week, and then, yeah. you know, another week after that. And um, it's so weird because it's like the first time in forever that I've actually been cool with it. I've been at peace. I'm like, yeah. she give, she left me money, so I like my little <laughs> allowance. So I could go she out gave and you eat some and money. stuff. And <laughs> That's I'm funny. like. I'm good. I'll just care stay of home when she's not there. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love in, case that. I so in case I don't cook, I could go out to eat. Yeah. She I thinks like I that. can't cook or something. I don't know. It's weird. That's so funny.
0: But no, I think that was good. What you just said. And kind of just to end uh, on that, it's just like students need to find the space where they can be uncomfortable and grow. Because I know I wanted, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a kid, but I think the thing that I learned now that I would tell students today Is that if you can put yourself in an environment where you are going to grow, whether that's at church or at school with the right friends, put yourself somewhere where you're going to be challenged. Because if you're not being challenged to do what's right, then you're just going to go and do what's wrong. wrong. And you're not going to do what's right.
1: In the Bible, it says, a a wise man learns from other people's mistakes where only a fool will keep trying his own way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm.
0: we could just drop the mic and leave it on that oh <laughs> gosh we could drop it and leave it on that note because that
1: that was so good it's true i mean it's that simple it's like that you simple. could be a fool and keep trying it your way although yep. it's not working right or you could be a wise person and learn from somebody else's mistakes mm-hmm. and adjust your ways yep. that you might be healthier right
0: and that's what this life is all about it is trying to be better Dude. that's why my saying is be better than who
1: you were yesterday it goes back to john three sixteen. he so loved you that he gave his best mm-hmm. that you might have a relationship with him mm-hmm. might might everybody has a choice dude might yeah, like that, that, that word blows me up in the bible i'm yeah. like wait whoa whoa what we don't have to do it you we gave me to. jesus and you let him be crucified and tortured for three days that i might reach that out I to might. you
0: but that's the beauty of jesus though and that's the beauty of growing in him is that I was just in a student last night, and they were asking me uh, just some deep questions. Like, students are asking those questions. And, and one of the things was just like, why does Jesus give us free will? And I was like, free will is the best part. Because he loves us. Because he loves us, and he doesn't want to force us. Because if you think about that, if you're forced to do something you don't want to do, it'd be like being in prison. You'd be tortured. I would hate this. Yeah, Why am like I here? I don't want to be here, but, but yet I have to be here. So if God made us worship him, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't want to. We yeah. would hate every We'd moment against of it. it. Yes. But the fact that he gives us free will is he's getting those people that are super passionate about him. And that's what he's looking for, is the people who are going to be passionate enough to follow him. And that's where these students need to find their passion to be able to lead other people to follow him as well. True. And it's truth. And so that's the that's the fourth episode. I was about to say third. That's the fourth
1: episode of the youth podcast. We're chilling. Before we check out, though, what do we? What if you're in the Peoria area on Wednesday nights, six forty-five? Yes, be here at Riverside Church. Be here. And on Sundays, we serve service downstairs in our lounge. M. We're at right here, nine
0: a.m. Don't miss out on any of it because we want to see you there. Also, if you're watching this or listening to this, put a comment, a question. If yes. you have Anything you want us to answer, send us a DM on Instagram Riverside Youth. Uh, we'd love to answer your questions, but we love you. Uh, I'm Josh Forsberg. This is my buddy. Juan
1: Rios Jr. Juan Rios Jr. And we'll see you next time.